0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Survivor to get your free entry into our NFL Survivor Contest. First place gets $500 cash. And a $250 gift card to the SGPN store.
1: Howdy ho to It's a Welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 188. It's going to go out to, okay, I got to go, um, got to get to our reviews we've got an amazing review i'm not gonna read the whole review because it's like a short novel but uh, um it's i think it's one of our friends actually from uh the discord as well sports podcast.com slash discord by you funk he uh he gave us an amazing review i'm sure you can read it somewhere um wherever wherever you read your reviews but he gives a very good review despite mentioning i'm a disciple of the gumby god which is not true i'm not a (laughs) disciple of the false prophet but Regardless, uh, an amazing um, podcast—not uh, podcast. Well, it is an amazing podcast. An amazing review to the podcast from from our friend Bayou Funk. So thank you for that. Um, Who is thanking you? It's me, the host of this here podcast, the Moroccan Devil, Jeff chocks Fox, the chalkiest gambler around. Even though I am getting more uh, into the dogs by the week, it seems. Um, this is one of our. Most uh, celebrated podcasts, the uh, episodes where Gumby makes picks for Dana White's contender series, because he has a talent for picking those fights and that talent went away for a week, but it is back again after last week's action. So let's uh, bring him in here. He's not just this uh, star of picking Dana White contender series picks. He also is the star of old man baseball. It's the one and only Gumby God, Daniel (laughs) Wood.
0: Yeah, and and you mentioned dogs. I, I am going to be way more dog heavy on Contender Series this week mm, than I think I maybe have. That's fine ev- Than I think maybe I've ever been. Uh, I I looked at every single one of these fights, uh, without having looked at the odds and wrote down my thoughts on them. Uh, and then when I went to look at the actual odds, some of them downright shocked me. Like I was actually shocked. Uh, at what the the odds were, so uh, this is this is gonna be a fun one.
1: Did your jaw jaw drop? Did your
0: dr- jaw drop to the floor? So it, with one of them it did, and I'll tell you which one of them it is. But uh, your mouth was a, agape. My my mouth was agape. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I not knowing uh much about these fighters. I was surprised by some of the odds too. So maybe we could have a uh Petroski um uh situation on our hands here. Oh when he beat
0: Maximov.
1: Yeah we had him at plus three hundred and we we're like why is he plus three hundred? Maybe we have one of those situations coming a Priscilla up.
0: Priscilla Cachuera I... situation. Uh yeah, A, mar- a Lauren Murphy situation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um all right I guess we kinda went through week three already. Um yeah.
0: Yeah we we yeah, pretty to- much covered it.
1: Yeah, Dan went four and one. He won 60 bucks, um, which is, we expect more money out of you, Dan, but that's fine. You only made seven bucks up, Bo Nichols. So that'll happen. uh, That'll happen. Um, (laughs) He is coming back, right? He's coming back September, which is week what? Do you know? So he's coming back September 27th.
0: Um, I'm getting the week for you right now for that September. That's that's 10. That's 10. 10, Okay, last week. Um, And they've already got an opponent for him. And and it's funny, too, because like, what what did I say to you when we talked about him before? I said, you know, start him off with a guy who's three and zero and clearly like somebody he should beat the shit out of. And then what did I say? Give him maybe the LFA champ.
1: And yeah, that's what he's getting. Regional. No, he's getting the oh, no. he's getting the CFFC champ. Right.
0: So like basically the same thing. So like that that's exactly what they did. It's like a brilliant move, and like it, he's it's going to show whether or not he's there. Because the, by the way, the guy's Don Donovan Beard he's a guy who they probably could have put on the contender series anyway, but also a guy who I think is sort of tailor-made for uh bone nickel. So it's like, it, it worked out perfectly for them.
1: Does he have a beard?
0: No, he does not.
1: That's not to that's my, like, not to my
0: memory. Ugh.
1: That's like, you know, uh, the drummer is easy tops last name's beard. And he's the only one who didn't have a beard. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Um, it's perfect. And anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, is he a worthy opponent?
0: Yeah, I mean, like he being a CFFC he's champ,
1: and he's se, but seven, seven and he's, one,
0: seven and one yeah. CFFC champ. You you can't knock that. Like he, yeah.
1: he's, he's legit. Yeah, and I guess we already talked about Jamal Pogues and all the rest of the nonsense from last week. So, um, but yeah, it was a good week. Dan hit his picks. Dan was not in the SGPN Discord while this was happening. He was in Fenway Park and the Braves came through. We didn't talk about that Braves came through and oh, 11 innings,
0: baby. Yeah. <laughs> But I yeah, did miss uh, I did so miss maybe... the second game at Fenway Park. Uh sadly I didn't have tickets to both where uh Vaughn Grissom made his debut and hit that ball on a Lansdown Street.
1: Is that Marquise's kid or not?
0: You, you know you're like the sixth person to ask me and I finally looked it up. No relation <laughs> whatsoever. No really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, too bad.
1: Too bad. Marquise Grissom, a former Montreal Expo, so that's that's how I know him. Former Atlanta um, rave. Oh, that's right. He did play for the Braves after after he was past his prime. Um, all right. so what are you gonna be doing this Tuesday? You can't be in the discord. Uh, yeah, maybe right now, so
0: I might just turn the phone off.
1: Yeah, true. Imagine that. That never happened. I guess when I have to reset, if like if my phone gets jammed up, I'll turn it off, but that's pretty much the only time it ever gets turned off. Um, all right, so for the year, he's nine and five, which is not a Gumby, sixty five percent, which is, you know, good for normal people, but not for a God uh gummy god so um and he's up 17 bucks so oh, we'll say eighteen bucks we'll round it up so still not god numbers but uh it, it's coming back around um take out week two and, and the man seven and two which is right on track where he should be so um thoughts we, oh yeah you already gave me your thought I was gonna ask your thoughts on this week but you already told me there is well, uh, juicy I, dogs also, this week. Yeah juicy dogs this week and I'll also say two like
0: a lot of fights that I think could be influenced by whether or not somebody chooses to wrestle and and upset the uh, angry red elephant
1: awesome. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> red. I guess his head gets red. That's correct. Yeah. Bright They're, red. The bald red <laughs> elephant. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get crack a on that. After I tell you about a win, thinking of joining Winbet. now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get $100 free. Bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to 8,000 bucks. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to win winbet. So they know we sent you that slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Uh, for subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And we're brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotions for sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game at day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to odds tracker, odds trader, excuse me, oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds trader the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, let's get some bets going on. The contender series once again, Tuesday night as per usual ESPN plus or TSN if you're up here in Canada with me, 8 p.m. Eastern five fights inside the USC octagon. We will start with some light weights, Nazeem Sadikov versus, oh yeah, what's this guy's first name? Um, Ahmad. Ahmad, Suhail Hassan Zada. Um, like I said, light weights. Let's tell you about Hassan Zada. First, eight and one, three knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's won three straight fights. He's got three inches height, four inches of reach on Sadikov, and he's two years younger than him as well, plus 205 on him. Sadikov six and one, four knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. He's won six straight fights, three straight via finish. Minus 240.
0: Yeah, so here's the first big dog spot I like. I really like Hasan right. Zada. Um, wh- what did you say that you saw his line at, just out of curiosity? Plus 205. Plus 205,
1: yeah. That's and, the and best line I could find for him.
0: Here's the thing. Is that, like, Sadikov is, is got, like, a really good jab and, like, standard low leg kicks and, like, puts hands together pretty well. But, like, Hasan Zada is a guy who is, like, very flashy on the feet. Like I, 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 and and you'll see the article come out later on SGPN, probably after this is already hitting your ears, but you can go back and read what I say about these guys too. The way his hands move when he's striking is like reminiscent of Sean O'Malley. Like he's super long and he has like lots of like misdirection stuff happening with his hands. And he like rolls them into uppercuts really well. I like just really like what Hassan Zada does with his hands. Now, with that being said, his takedown defense is not great. He he sometimes really suffers from takedown defense. He's a little bit like overly aggressive off of his back and like doesn't get anywhere with it. And, and I think that Sadikov, despite the fact that I haven't really seen him wrestle all that much, I think he probably could just wrestle him and grind him to a three round decision. But here's the factor that is like really playing into it to me, too, is that like, Sadikov is a Sarah Longo guy, um, which which only is really important to me at this point, because his teammate who did too much grappling and too much cage work, Dennis Pazukia, didn't get a contract despite winning a fight. So, like, I feel like Sadikov going to go in there and just, like, try to throw more and do less grinding and do less clinch work, despite the fact, like, he's got really good knees in the clinch. And like, like I said, I haven't seen much wrestling, but I know it's better than Hasan Zada's. But if he just tries to strike with Hassan Zada, I I think Hassan Zada is going to just torch him with like flashy one twos and like mixing in an uppercut when he does dig in for underhooks and stuff like that. Like, I I think Hassan Zada's striking is a lot of fun.
1: Does he have hair like a clown like Sean O'Malley?
0: He does not have hair like a clown like Sean O'Malley. No, it is pretty standard looking.
1: What does his face tattoo say? he what does he not
0: sadly him? no you, you're you're not thinking of contender series sean o'malley that's your problem oh, do you okay. remember contender series yeah. sean o'malley was very tame
1: like if yeah. you go back and look at a picture some people forget what you look like what uh, can hassan zada take heroin and not get addicted to it i i, <laughs> I don't know these are things we need to know dan well, we maybe all maybe after maybe
0: after he picks up a nice knockout, he will uh he'll he'll start his own podcast and start saying crazy shit. Maybe maybe.
1: All right, next fight, women's bantamweights. I seem to know Haley Cowan. Maybe I yeah, guess she, in she, she's in Maybe I know her name. Right?
0: She, she's in Invicta, and in, I think she was in LFA too, if I'm not mistaken. And like also, she's just like one of those fighters on the regional scene who does like a really good job marketing herself.
1: Yeah. And I, I've seen her. She's been training with Miranda Maverick, too, which is a good person to train with. And, you know, she's fighting at Claudia Light. Is it Light? The person uh, I knew with the last name like this was pronounced Light, I believe. But that's a, it, maybe a it, Canadian pronunciation of it.
0: Yeah, it's Portuguese. So I do yeah. know the right answer. I do think it's Claudia, though, if that helps.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Excuse me. It would be Claudia. That is correct. Anyhow, regardless of how you say her name, uh, hopefully she's not listening. Um, hopefully, actually, hopefully she is. Hopefully everyone in the world is listening. Just like everyone watches one FC, um, one championship. All right, let's tell you about Light, or however you say your last name. Excuse me, ma'am. She's eight and two, four knockouts, one submission. She's been knocked out once. She's won four straight fights, the last one via submission. She is a regional champion, or was. She's four years younger than Cowan, plus 140. Haley Cowan, all hail Haley Cowan, is the name. Six and two, two knockouts, two submissions. She's been submitted twice. She's won one straight fight, in <laughs> six of seven. Her last win was in Invicta, though, and it was via submission, so that that was good. Uh, she only has fought one time in Invicta, one no there. She's got 5 inches of height on Light, 4 inches of reach, so she is a legit Bantamweight, uh, minus 160. So I'm going dog for the second
0: fight, too. I'm going to take wow. Klaudia, Klaudia Light here. And it's funny, too, because when we were talking about people who were going to be on the Contender Series before it even started in the Discord, or it might have not even been the Discord yet at that point— I saw Haley Cowan's name pop up and I was like, sweet, Haley Cowan's coming because she is a prospect that I really like. She's very athletic, incredibly athletic. She's got really good positional jujitsu. Like when she's on top of you, she's heavy, hard to get off of you, does a good job of like passing guards and stuff like that. Her her striking is kind of always left a little bit to be desired. If you watch her in that last fight with Monica Franco, who I think was only two and zero and coming off a three year layoff for that fight, um, if you watch her in that Monica Franco fight, they trade at one point in time, and her head just does not move. Her hands are throwing, and just like no head movement whatsoever. It's like punching a, a post. Um, and I think that combined with the fact that like light is is kind of like strong in her own right. And has really good double legs and really good takedown defense in her own right. I think that makes this a terrible matchup for Haley Cowan. So despite the fact that she's a prospect I really like, I think here, if she doesn't get that top control, I think she's going to get lit up on the feet because not only is light like strong and, and, you know, going to be good in the clinch, but I think she's a much quicker striker. Um, she's, she's really fast. She's got a good low leg kick. Like I, I think all of those things work for light here. So I, I am big on Cowan and I think she's probably, she's one of those ones. I feel like circle for a second shot on contender series next year or the year after. Um, but I, I really hate the spot here against Claudia light.
1: So all hail Haley Cowan, except for this coming Tuesday, uh, according Correct. to, according to the Gumby God. Uh, all hail Run Your Pool as well. Run Your Pool is the home of ch- competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em and survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official, the all in capital letters, so it is official, SGPN NFL Survivor Contest! Exclamation mark, free to enter! Exclamation mark. Get in over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com Survivor. The prizes have been announced. Winner take all $500 and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is a fast-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. Four million people have fantasy leagues on there, including the SGPN crew. And now you can win... On Sleeper by playing their new over under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or the under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play the new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com. and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Gumby's going crazy with the dogs. He's he's right on brand so far. Maybe a little uh, ahead of brand, if that's such a thing, because that's two straight dogs. And no favorites so far. Let's move on to the next fight, see what happens here. Uh, Jack Cartwright versus Jose Johnson, or Josie Johnson. It's, or it's Joe Jose. Johnson. It's Jose. <laughs> veteran nba player who finally retired, I think. Um, all right. Let's tell you about Cartwright first. 10 and 0, three knockouts, five submissions. He's the cage, the Cage Warriors champion, which is something to be. Um, he's a year younger than Jose Jose. Jose Johnson, um, plus 120 on Cartwright. No way, Jose Johnson. So that's how you say his name, just like no way. 14 and 7, eight knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted three times. So, in two straight fights, both via finish, three of his last five have been wins. One of those losses was on the contender series, and he lost to, do you remember?
0: Yeah, he lost to Ronnie Lawrence.
1: Correct. He did. He's also a regional champ, minus 140. Go ahead. So,
0: so not only did he lose to Ronnie Lawrence, but he also has had two chances on uh, Dana White's looking for a fight. Um, the first one, he was knocked out badly by Mana Martinez, uh, who obviously wound up in the UFC following that. And most recently he beat Mo Miller. I don't know if you remember Mo Miller. That dude was on a contender series in, uh, in in one, uh, but kind of a boring decision. Wound up not getting a contract, um, despite the fact he has loads of potential. So he did beat Mo Miller, uh, by submission, but here's the thing about Jose Johnson is in all three of those fights, which are his like three fights against really high level opponents, like badly outwrestled. Uh, Mo I'm Miller kind of like, dog. yeah, Mo Miller kind of fell asleep at the wheel, taking him down and assuming he had no skills. Look, Jose Johnson hits really hard. He's got a good right hand and a, he throws a highlight, a high kick, which is crazy high because he's so freaking tall. But Jack Cartwright's such a good wrestler, and not only is he such a good wrestler, he's got great top control. He moves to the back exceptionally well. He slices through guards exceptionally well. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going dog, dog, I dog. Smell a dog. And it wasn't dog, one of my dogs. Dog dog, 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 dog to start here, and it's because I'm taking the grappler here to actually grapple. Now, I did say at the beginning of the show, this is one of those instances yeah. where it's like Jack Cartwright comes out and is like. Oh, Dana White really wants me to throw hands. He's going to lose this fight. I'm positive he's going to lose this fight. But he has an exciting enough style of a grappling game. And there's like if you look back at his his fights in Cage Warriors, they didn't sign him to strike like they didn't sign him to be on contender series to be like, this looks like a guy who will box. No, like he's a good ass grappler. So I kind of expect that he's just going to move forward, shoot that early takedown, get it because Jose Johnson can't defend a takedown. And then he's just going to slice through his guard like a hot knife through butter. And when he does, I think he gets an early sub too.
1: So he's a good ass grappler. Is he good at grappling the whole body or just, no, ass? just that he's a good ass grappler. You got to <laughs> so put he grabs people his... by the ass and that's how he gets them down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good, he's, he's
1: a, does he do some, some a, kind of submission claw on the cheeks. He's a,
0: they call it in, uh, in wrestling, I believe they call it an oil check.
1: It's true. They do. They do. I think Andre the Giant used to enjoy doing that to people, which would have which yeah, that, that would be pretty scary to have done to you. So anyhow, um, it's gone off the rails like usual. Uh this is one of the odds I, that
0: by the by the, the way, by the way, real quick, Andre the Giant oil check is the name of this episode.
1: Okay. That's true. <laughs> imagine. Imagine the size of that man's hands. Uh, Andre the Giant oil check it good ass grappler was gonna be the title, but um Dan has Ben has a uh, executive decision and said, no, it's Andre, the giant will check. <laughs> uh, this it was the um, not seen other guy fight before. This was the odds that kind of jumped off of me. I'm like, well, 10 and 0 cage warriors champ and He's he's uh, he's an underdog. I was kind of surprised by that, but yeah. Not, yeah. And, and I and guess Kurt- I've seen Johnson fight, but I don't remember him.
0: And Cartwright's fought some dudes too. That's the other thing. Like where, where people are like, oh, I don't know. Maybe the strength that of- he's like the only people person to beat Gerald fanny who's like one of the better strikers out there i I take it back he's not the only person there's like one or two other guys who have but like he's an excellent like dutch style kickbox striker who only loses to high level grapplers and that's what jack cartwright did to beat him so like yeah this this one kind of was one of the ones that shocked me i get the difference in like if cartwright decides to to strike but man this was yeah yeah, weird one otherwise
1: so we've gone from ass to fanny. You said fanny there too. Yeah, did you not? <laughs> I did. I was, Ger-
0: his name is what? Gerardo, Gerardo Fanny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he a good ass grappler as well or? No, no he's, he's terrible. Monster.
0: He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's terrible
1: um, mm-hmm. All right. This is crazy, Dan. Three straight. I don't know. People are going to love this, especially if it comes through. Man. I mean, if it, this, if is, if, this is, this is going to be Gumby to a miracle again. Tuesday night miracle. If, if I
0: will say, man, I I shouldn't preface this the way that I'm prefacing it right now, but like, this is some of the least confident I've been because of what I said at the <laughs> beginning where like, if, if people just come out and fight yep. a different fight than they're used to fighting, you know, like if Sadakov is like, I, man, I don't care that I need to, you know, like I'm, I need to go in there and strike and decides to wrestle like bummer. If Jack Cartwright is like, I'm going to throw hands with Jose Johnson, like bummer, like that, that'd suck on both of those fronts. But uh, I don't think they're going to do the thing that I don't think they're going to
1: do. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and if they, do, then if they do, we'll be in the Discord. We'll be using the, the Job uh, Bluth. I've made a huge mistake a Meme because Dan's made a huge mistake. So, Rusted Development, did you watch that show?
0: A uh, little bit. I couldn't get into yeah. it. I'm not a TV guy.
1: Okay. I've made a huge mistake is, is one of his catchphrases. And that will be what... Dan will be saying, and his disciples. If if some of these people, I, I guess you'll know like the first few seconds in the fight probably uh, whether. Yeah, I, I will be in the, the discord, because
0: we we need to win.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, co-main event. If there, like I said, if there is such a thing in the contender series, uh, Clagio Ribeiro versus Ivan Balenzuela, uh, 185 middleweights that would be um, the title. Bam Bam Valenzuela, uh, son of uh, Betty, I guess, and Barney. Uh, he's eight and one. Four knockouts, three submissions, never been finished in a fight. He's won five straight fights, four straight via finish. He's a regional champion, plus 100, so even money on him. Uh, Ribeiro, nine and two, eight knockouts. He's been submitted one time. He's won five straight fights and nine of 10. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Boom. Minus 120.
0: So I'm doing it again. I'm taking, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, taking money dogs. Valenz- I'm taking Valenzuela. Um, a couple of reasons. Number one, he's fought better competition than Ribeiro has that that's first and foremost. Like I, I looked at his record and I was like, Whoa, a whole bunch of fights in Lux fight league, which is like a very legitimate, uh, promotion. And he's finishing people fast and looks good. So I went and watched a couple of his fights cause they're easy to get on fight pass since, uh, it's a Lux fight league. He's like really, really fast with his hands. Um, he, he like throws leg kicks, but also body kicks and head kicks. And he mixes them all up well enough. So you never know what's coming. Um, He cuts off the cage really well with his footwork to like back his opponents up nonstop. He the one maybe alarming thing about Valenzuela is like if he tags you, he all technical aspects are off. Like he's just like now he is the wildest striker you've ever seen in your whole life. But here's the thing. I went and watched a fight with Ribeiro because I didn't know who he is. His fight, and granted, maybe he's gotten better since then, but like one of his only fights that's available is this one against a guy named Johnny Gregory, uh, who's a 2-0 dude fighting in Thunder Fight, um, which is a great promotion name. But like a 2-0 dude, and dude, Ribeiro had some of the worst-looking striking I've ever seen out of a dude who got signed to Contender Series. It's just like these weird, wild, arm-swinging punches. And I was like, so I watched that fight, and I was like, Okay, well, maybe he's like a grappler and somehow won this fight via striking because he was fighting a guy who was 2-0. No, no, no. That's how he punches in all of his fights, and he's like a boxer type. So, like, what a weird guy to be a big favorite here against a dude who, like, chops you down with leg kicks and, like, cuts off the cage well. Dude, I, th- I think Valenzuela is just going to run through him unless, like, r- unless Ribeiro got so much better with the striking since, like, the clips on him are available. Like, there's no way he wins this fight to me.
1: Maybe it's because until recently, Juliana Pena was the UFC champion, and she fights. <laughs> he, she swings like that, right? Dude, his striking—like
0: you—you can find this
1: fight on on
0: uh, YouTube too. Like if you go find his fight with with the guy's name, uh, John Johnny, it's J H O N Y Gregory, Johnny Gregory, and you it's it makes Juliana Pena's striking look beautiful.
1: <laughs> wow now. Nah, I won't look it up. Uh, I'll, I'm going to be honest here, but well, it does sound, <laughs> it does sound intriguing. though. Um, another intriguing thing, Trade Coffee. Our friends are Trade Coffee. It's expert taste of coffee. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you in Trade's human-powered algorithm. We'll find it. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob they're not friends if they're calling you a snob. You don't need friends like that. Or you just know when it, you, uh, whether your friends call you a coffee snob, comma, or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect, comma. Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts, so they know exactly what to recommend for you. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. It's more than the 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking the quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP. and that trade, find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And we're also brought to you by Dave. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500. Instantly with extra cash, there's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hang-ups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand for future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member of FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right. Main event. Main event time. Is this a worthy main event? It is uh, in the
0: most Dana White Contender Series-esque way, (laughs) which I'll break down momentarily.
1: Okay. We got Thomas. Don't call me Jake. Don't call me Logan Paul versus Esteman Ribovitz actually uh, thomas paul has got two l's at the end of it and his nickname is juggernaut and ribovitz is el gringo let's tell you about juggernaut paul first 11-3 with 11 knockouts so that's why dana white wants him in the main event he's been knocked out once submitted twice so he's never gone to a decision that's another reason why he's in the main event three straight wins for him five of six multiple regional championships on his mantle boom plus 285 el gringo ribovitz 10-0, five knockouts, five submissions. There you go. He's never gone to a finish either. Inside a dis- distance bet for this one. He also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Mantle. I, I'm picturing, I picture you leaning in into the microphone every time to say that. Is it true? <laughs> I, I do a little bit. Not a lot, <laughs> yeah. but a little bit. All right. Uh, three inches of height, two years of youth on his side, minus 350. You tell us why Dana White likes this, because they're finishers.
0: Not just because they're finishers. These two dudes hit so Freaking hard. Like I, I went back and watched uh, each of well, a couple of recent recent fights by each of them, and like both of them just absolutely slept dudes in like one of those like one touch violent ways. I think it was the Perry Andre Goodwin fight for Thomas Paul. He throws his left hand and the dude just like absolutely knocked out. And Ribovics hits a guy with a punch and he falls face down, which is a, a really fun knockout. I think that was the Jose Suarez fight. Um, but like. They, they just both absolutely throw bombs um which makes me slightly nervous that I'm going with the favorite here I'm going with the the big would you say negative three uh negative three fifty negative three fifty yeah so I'm going with the negative 350 favorite here which makes me a little nervous when both guys hit so hard um but like the thing that worries me about Paul is first of all he's patient um and that that's not going to do really well against the, the ribovich who like just gets after it he's like one of those guys who's like hyper aggressive in addition to having crazy ko power um but also it, it makes me nervous because paul tends to have a really tough time uh finding range like it, it takes him like around to find range or or somebody has to like you know, make a mistake and let him jab him a couple of times. But like, as long as you're, you're staying away from him and not letting him get in on you, like he, he just like throws a bunch of punches that like miss until he doesn't. And I don't think you're going to have enough time to figure that out against Rivovich. So like, while it would be really fun to go five dogs yeah, come uh, on, on this, this card. And it, it's, I can't believe I picked four. Cause even I was like, should I go? Like I, like I said, I broke down all of them without looking at the odds. And then I went back and I was like, holy shit, they're all underdogs. And I was like, did I miss something? Should I go back and pick one of these favorites? And I couldn't pick one to pick, but uh, Ribovic makes a lot of sense. I, I think he just blitzes Paul here and gets him out. It's also really interesting to know. I know this doesn't come into actual fight analysis or anything, but it's like kind of a fun storyline that you're probably going to find out during the broadcast if you're watching week four anyway. Thomas Paul is deaf like entirely deaf. Oh. Um,
1: can't like hear Askar, it all. Askarov.
0: Um, yeah. Or, or Matt Hamill. Uh, right? I only yeah. know this because I was talking with his manager about setting up an interview and he was like, do you have uh what, I didn't even know this is a thing, a British sign language translator. And I was like, Oh,
1: I, it's I different was like, than their American sign
0: language. Sign language. Yeah. Mm. I don't know
1: how like They can say um, Blimey and stuff.
0: I, yeah. I don't know what the, what the difference is. Uh um, but he he said, uh, do you have a British sign language translator? Because he doesn't speak English. And I was like, oh, um, I, I I do not. I, I can look into what it costs to get one. And then, like, the, obviously, the interview fell through. I didn't wind up doing it because it's really expensive to get a, a British sign really? language translator. Yeah, it's not really easy to find them either because I'm here in America. Um, but uh, what, about
1: yeah. those, what about the kids in Napoleon Dynamite? napoleon in the, oh the happy i should have gotten
0: crew? i should have gotten the happy hands crew i
1: don't think summer was in that actually
0: uh so much fun was in
1: it yeah you're right so much fun was one of the happy hands the one but i will the, but, hmm.
0: but i will say at the end of the day it's kind of an interesting story it is uh to be a completely is. deaf 10 and 0 and getting his chance here
1: yeah well and dan's picking against him so obviously dan is against the uh people who have challenges in life because he Decided to ghost him on an interview, and now he's picking against him.
0: <laughs> I didn't ghost him. I did say to the manager, <laughs> I was sorry that I could not find it. He
1: <laughs> said, I don't interview deaf people. <laughs> Is that what you said?
0: I interviewed, if you listen to the Top Journal podcast, Shameless Plague, this week, uh, you will hear an interview, not entirely in English, uh, that oh. I did with a fighter that will be
1: on Contender Series later. Cool. Were you speaking English the whole time, though? I spoke you, you act like you're a man of many languages.
0: Uh, I I do speak enough Spanish probably not enough to do an interview but to be conversational uh but no this this interview is entirely in georgian
1: oh really so he had that southern twang and everything to it
0: yeah that kind of georgian yeah all <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> down on the down on the the coast yes absolutely
1: yeah we talk about akuna with them
0: uh, <laughs> akuna you you if you watch a lot of Braves games there's a lot of announcers that say akuna
1: Acuna matata yeah
0: yeah yes. kind of bad. yeah uh,
1: <laughs> So like uh, back to the serious picking here. um, You're gonna get a pick wrong anyway, so why not just go all dogs? Yeah, I mean so you want to the... so have something good to write up and something like to hype and but no. Do you want to know the funny? Listen, if they know you picked all dogs, they don't really have to listen that way. So.
0: Do you want to know the funny thing though? Is that like in thinking about which ones I feel like I could have gotten wrong. You know, like, I feel pretty good about the Valenzuela fight. I feel pretty good about the Claudia Light Claudia, or Cla- Lietz yeah. fight or whatever his name is or her name is. But, like, you know, I I told you Sadakov, if he chooses to wrestle, could win that fight. I told you, uh, you know, Jose Johnson, if if Cartwright tries to strike with him, is going to win that fight. But I also, like, maybe the fight I feel the least confident about is Rybovich versus Paul. Like, if Paul hits that left hand, it's over. Um, So, like, that that might be one of the riskier ones on there.
1: indeed he always gets one wrong um do you see any automatic contract uh earners on this card whoever
0: whoever wins the main event is going to because they're going to turn somebody's lights off hard um they
1: turned down a main sorry interrupt have they turned down a main event person in the past remember other than uh inviting last week's uh winner back for another kick of the can what, what did mo miller
0: didn't mo miller uh was he main event I think he was a main event. Okay. Um, I, I'll get the intern on that, but I think the most, if you remember the most show um, yes. was a main event on, uh, on contender series when he beat Brandon Lewis. Um, okay. So, um, nope, sorry. That is uh unconfirmed. The main event on that yes. one was Jelton Almeida.
1: Yes. <laughs> on, I, forgot to, I forgot to mention off top by you funk. Someone said that's the best um, review they've ever read. One of our uh, fellow podcasters here at SGPN. So there you go. Nice. Um, nice. Alright, so four out of five dogs for Mr. Gumby God living up to his name. People are gonna love you. I'm gonna put a little teaser in the uh in the Discord to get Jong and everyone excited that Gumby's gone crazy dogs this week. Um anything else we need to tell people? Probably not. We'll be back on what Wednesday with the uh UFC pay-per-view prelims and then Thursday with the UFC pay-per-view main card portion, uh featuring Harry Hunsucker.
0: Yeah, gotta love Harry Hunsucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of
1: course he's pay-per-view worthy for sure um until then uh i was gonna say listen to top turtle once top turtle dropping this week probably not uh i think i ago. think
0: i think tuesday um so right, well, then. yeah when you're listening to this uh yeah, you, you'll enjoy it on week. tuesday uh so so the Interview I did in Georgian is with Amiran Gogoladze, uh, who will be on Contender Series a little bit later. So that'll be at the end of the show. Um, and if you only like listening to interviews that are entirely in English, uh, I interviewed yes, Jay yes. Perrin uh, towards the beginning of it. Yes.
1: Is he Canadian? I can't remember. Was Jay Perrin? No, he's the a, no.
0: Okay. Uh, I think he trains out of Vegas, but I think he's originally a Northeastern
1: guy because he used to fight on cage Titans and shit. It, it, it'll be ours eventually, Dan. We're, we're going to take over. <laughs> All right. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, we told you about Discord. You know, lots of fun in there. No judgment zone. Everyone's cool, cool dudes. Uh sometimes that's Not not in the fight channel. We should have some that's come in the fight channel. Anyhow, Discord is fun. Uh, Twitter, SGP, and MMA. Uh, me, I'm Jeff Fox Writer. He, as in Dan, is gumby Vreeland. We told you about Top Turtle. Money MMA.substack.com is where I write about MMA when I'm not writing for sports So you can head over there it's like it's a newsletter so you can uh, subscribe to it for free or you can get a paid subscription to unlock everything that i write um and i run a pick 'em contest for every event so make sure you get in there i will be running a pickup contest for this coming week's pay-per-view as per usual um boom, boom i think that's it anything i didn't hype that i should have hyped no i Reviews. we already told you about that yeah i think you got it all all right i'm gonna let dan uh take us home because he was upset last episode because he wanted to call me a Moroccan <laughs> devil, which I, I did this episode as a tribute to you. So go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's El Gringo, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.